Welcome to Urban Homestead Radio, preserving a homegrown way of life and inspiring others to bring the revolution home. Thanks to the support of our sponsor, Lehman's. For over 60 years, they've provided practical, non-electrical tools, appliances, and home goods. When technology fails, the products will certainly work. Check out their website at lehmans.com. That's L-E-H-M-A-N-S.com. Hi, homesteaders. I'm your host, Annie Sturvase from the Urban Homestead in Pasadena, California. I hope everyone is enjoying time in their gardens and their kitchens, um, making and growing all sorts of stuff, uh, especially now that we're confined to our homes. <laughs> um, and then we'll continue uh, with this episode, we're gonna continue um, uh, the life uh, in the time of Corona and our quarantine um, times two. here, part two of us being confined to the homestead. Um, I like to know, I mean, just going to put this out there. I like to know how everyone is faring. I hope everyone is doing well. I know it's a challenging time with the loss of jobs, you know, no school, uh, no human contact with your neighbors, your friends, and especially during this home confinement, it can be challenging. Um, the hardest part for me is I think uh, besides you know having to not do workshops and the and the school groups is is the loss of human interaction, and I'm also concerned with the economic emotional emotional well-being of everybody. Uh, and where I was talking to my sister Jordan and um, the other day, I was like, we're either going to have a heck of a party after this, or we're going to have PTSD because we're not going to know what to do if somebody becomes uh, within less than violate this. your space. Yeah, violate your Lock our space. What do we chop loonies? <laughs> I know. So, <laughs> so today I'm joined um, with um, by my brother Justin and Ryan. Yes, us <laughs> again. Uh, and my sister Jordan, yes, my sister Jordan, who are, as you know, part of the family farm and homestead operation here in Pasadena. If you've tuned into our prior episodes, you'll know Justin is in charge of the farming operations and CSA programs and, and jack of all trades and all sorts of things. Um, Jordan is sort of <laughs> another jack of or Jill of all trades. Uh, uh, brews all sorts of cool brews and uh, far and the farm animal caretaker among okay. many other things yeah so um we were just talking the other the other day of how um like in the news csa farm boxes are now in the news homesteading skills are in the news so it's really amazing to see now that, that this time for bringing the revolution home that we've always talked about of how we you know cook at home grow at home uh, commune at home, uh, have entertainment at home is now coming to the forefront because of this quarantine. So um, I think we mentioned last time our routine hasn't really changed. Um, uh, you know, daily routine hasn't really changed. Of course, some other things have changed. But I just want to talk to you, um, Justin and Jordan, about how these throwback times are. What do you feel about everybody? I think we saw kids in the street playing ball, and that was like, oh, you know. Tell, tell me a little bit more what, what you sense and feel about the situation. Well, the I mean, there's definitely more people outside when we, uh, you know, we're outside all the time, but you see people walking their dog, you see the people riding their bikes and the kids and um, more and more outdoor activities being done. And then um, that's definitely changed. You know, people used to be inside or driving by and now they're walking by and saying hi. 
and um, six feet apart, of course, but um, keeping their distance. But it is, it is interesting, but like we said before, our our day-to-day -day activities haven't really changed. Our customers have changed. Um, like we've mentioned, the, the caterer, the country club, the private chefs, and the corporate clients are gone. We may not recognize our new customers when the masks come off, though. Yeah. <laughs> that is a challenge. I'm having to, trying to guess, like, who is that? Because all I see is their eyes. And <laughs> Well, like, we might not recognize you when this is all done because we didn't really formally meet. But thankfully, like I said, the infrastructure is still here. We still have water. We still have power. We still have internet, well, so we're, we're not losing our minds. Yeah. Um, and, um, well, I mean, we're in a better position than most people. I mean, we have the garden. We have the farm. Uh, we have animals. We have each other. We have people here. So it's it's not like I you know I feel definitely feel for like people isolated in, in an apartment by themselves with maybe not even a cat. I, I can see where it gets really um, mm -hmm. really tough. I mean, I'm feeling a little mm -hmm. like you know pacing the cage kind of thing when I'm in a better place than most people, and mm -hmm. very blessed with that. Mm -hmm. And I see on Facebook from Facebook posts, friends are making meals that never cooked before. People are bartering, uh, learning. Um, playing musical instruments, crafts, walking, getting out, and and so that's it's amazing. It's sort of we've gotten like reset uh, to see where things are. What is necessary? What's the most important, important thing of life? Yeah, what's most the more we have reset to back to where what's the most important in food. lives, food. food and family, right? So, and community, um, and so yeah. Been saying that for years and years and years. Yeah. So, um, Justin, the spring garden, ha um, we're, let's talk about the weather. Um, we are sitting here today. Um, it just poured heavily this morning. It's, it feels, it's, even though it's April, it feels like December, January, a winter storm. I think the high is 59. Uh -huh. okay. And that's totally so we got unusual. about four inches of rain last night and this morning, and it was incredible. It was, you know, they predict rain, 100% chance of rain. It's like, okay, but it was really coming down sideways upside down coming in under the canopy and really like pouring buckets and overflowed overflowed our rain barrels in an instant you know because every it was really coming down but i think uh the really was the whiplash from a week i think it was after the last podcast we had a little frost i don't know if it was a freeze but it just did freeze the lettuce and some of the basil got hit which was surprising because I had already put up the plastic. Uh, an intern had helped me pull up all the plastic, and here I was pulling it out again because it was got so cold at night. And then we folded it up again, and who knows what, what will happen. So we have about a week of a couple of days of rain, which is unusual. Three or four days of rain in April. I mean, April showers bring May flowers. Not that we can use any flowers because nobody's buying them. But <laughs> it's definitely the place has exploded with the it makes me look like I know what I'm doing so everything is lush and green and saves me a bunch of time and energy for watering this late in the season yeah so what is growing in the garden right now <laughs> okay maybe it's too much <laughs> let's put it this way there's a lot growing in I the garden I think you use slowing down no um okay the hardest part is now that it's springtime, we're trying to turn over to cucumbers, tomatoes, peppers, squash, eggplant, 
while keeping the salad greens. Well, as long as it stays cold, then yeah, we can grow it. But growing in the yeah. same spot. So it's like planting, potting up. The pathways are filled with uh, flats of tom uh, tomatoes and cucumbers and squash because I don't want to plant them in the ground just yet because I got salad mix in the ground. Um, but we are taking out some of the edible flowers that are taking up some of the valuable space. So we took out some nasturtiums along the fence line, planted some lima beans, um, planted a bunch of new cilantro, very popular in the farm boxes. A new, a new, how do you call that? Succession planting of salad mix. So sometimes the salad mix, what happens after you pick it three or four or five times, it starts to go to seed with the heat wave we had a couple weeks ago. And turning that over, uh, replanting either the summer crops, spring summer crops, or another batch of salad mix to keep us uh, keep the salad going. So one of the reasons, um, if you didn't tune in last time, one of the reasons uh, we are, what we call, turning under the edible flowers, even though they're beautiful, is we lost our restaurant and catering clients, which use the edible flowers for parties and, and catering things. So unfortunately, um, no party. Um, Supply Easter stuff, parties, yeah. Mother's Day, I mean, graduations, we weddings. Buying them too, but they had parties. So that's all gone. So, so the hence big parties. The I mean, so either there's going to be really a lot of parties when this quarantine lifts, and we like party hardy. Yeah, everybody's <laughs> going to party. Uh, we're going to yeah. Who knows? So I mean, a couple of people are buying in the farm boxes, but mm -hmm. just for example, we sold. I think it was last week. We sold 30, 30 flowers, literally thirty edible flowers. And we usually sell 400. Yeah. <laughs> so. so you see, it's not quite the yeah. same because no every, all the restaurants no and stuff. Hollywood parties. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, and that was our cash crop, but because the return on investment was so great. Um, and I think um, I've been hearing you mutter um, while you're at the computer uh, when you're buying your summer seeds from our favorite seed companies, uh, you're like, well, they're, fortunately, they're I had sold bought, out. I had bought them I am somewhat plan ahead <laughs> and we do have a stash of uh, our monthly supply of toilet paper we do have that coming in and we order bulk seeds in January and February for spring mm -hmm. unfortunately either they were out of stock on the basil so I logged in the other day to get some basil seeds because the batch got hit by the frost uh, last time and they said we're not accepting any more customers or business from home gardeners mm -hmm. only commercial gardeners but thankfully we're commercial yeah so I was like okay it sort of threw my thing off but I have I have a rubber rate full of seeds that should be okay mm -hmm. um, because I had already started planting the summer stuff a month ago so um, I know many maybe a lot of our listeners are already gardeners but let's say there's some newbies out there what tips do you have for a newbie who's thinking, wow, um, I have to grow my own groceries and I'm not gonna depend on the store because we don't know how long this is gonna last. And hey, even if it doesn't last that long, it's good. It's a good, well, it's a perfect time of year, perfect time of year spring, to, to learn so, about growing your own food. So what's some tips? Well, depending on where you are, some yeah. people got snow. I know, still. Um, and we have a 365 gro growing season. You're able to grow year round here. Um, if you want something simple, you can plant radishes in 30, 40 days. You get some radishes, hopefully, if your soil's good and the weather crop waits. If you want to go fancy and plant, tomatoes are going to be 
60, 90 days. If you plant now, you get them in three months. And cucumbers and squash like that. So it's not, there's definitely not an instant. Um, you're not going to get grocery. You're no, not going to get food. No, if you plant it today, a seed today, you may get a harvest 30, 40 days, but probably more like 60, 90 days if you plant some of the summer crops. Yeah, like so peppers and squash and eggplant. So don't, I mean, that's not saying don't plant anything. It just says you have to be patient. It's mm. a perfect time of year, especially now. Be realistic. Be realistic. Don't plant anything you don't eat. And that's rule number one. You don't like to eat. Yes, okay. If you don't eat zucchini, don't plant zucchini. If you don't eat eggplant, don't plant eggplant. Well, if you love eggplant, but plant a lot. Um, yeah, and then uh, I noticed, again, like I said, all these, these news stories coming out. CSA farm box, box programs are now... Um, restaurants are actually because they're I think Jordan mentioned it the other it was you might have mentioned a story that uh, restaurants who are already buying produce are now and because they're not doing food anymore they're they're actually starting to they do, sold off their supply sold off their supply number one and they're also turning into like a farm box program so well the pickup pickup like, sorry um, the one of the pickup locations yeah mm-hmm. so people are adapting adjusting to this changing times and another report was I think over a hundred thousand restaurants won't open or it's so they call it 70, the restaurant well, apocalypse somebody predicted 75 percent of the restaurants won't open real what did all private chef say uh chef he, yeah he he uh he's doing carry out or he says when it, delivery. No, but he said when it when it ends he he's said. gonna try he's gonna reassess in april when it um at the end of april so may and, and i think a lot of people are gonna reassess in may because if the quarantine continues and it quite possibly could. That that means another month of no income, uh, and you have rent rent to pay, and Salary employees to pay, money. insurance to pay, all the and then the equipment. And then we we're talking about you can't just turn on and off the uh, spigot. You if you said lifted the quarantine today, it's going to be two well, weeks. They said, uh, well, they said eighteen months. No, but if you yeah. lifted it today, it went two weeks before you can get back up to speed. Get ish. the wheels ish. Mm-hmm. If you're if everything you can, goes smoothly. you can function again. You look at Amazon. Amazon doesn't have stuff. Uh, there's shortages of stuff. Yes, yeah, so. I mean you look for masks. Good luck. You look for uh, uh, Jordy scored some peroxide for cleaning everything. That's great. But if you look you know for how many it took me? <laughs> you look for gloves. You know we've been going through a lot of gloves and cleaning supplies for the. I was box. checking out with those gloves, uh, and the cashier was like, "Where did you get these?" I've been looking for some forever. And I was like, they're back. And I told him where they were. And he was like, I went to the hardware, hardware paint. And he's like, oh, I never thought of that. You know. Yeah, so. Fortunately, Jordy's got some reusable mask from Burning Man. So we're able to not be, go through that so much as the, the, the. Disposable, hospital yeah, disposable hospital. One. They fall apart, yeah. Because so, because so, having put a context on that, because of the farm box program, we're having to disinfect, wear gloves, wear a mask as we pick and, and pack the produce. So we're having to do and a whole new lot of safety the, precautions. The six feet when yeah. people come, exit, and enter. We're having a pickup uh, service, uh, curbside pickup. Curbside. Some this, people this week. And then yeah. a delivery option. We can do delivery, and we're doing now yeah. curbside pickup. So we're adapting. Uh, well, you have to. You have to. So, and we're trying to, like I said, sustainably bring in new customers um, as we as, as it goes along every week. Uh, another thing was, uh, another thing in the news, or not in the news, but also 
in the news, but we've received um, not only calls to be part of the CSA, but a lot of people have been calling looking for baby chicks, and I've had to say no. Um, reason why baby chicks are sort of um, rare here in Los Angeles, or not able to find in Southern, California. in Southern California, was because Jordan. What was that? What was the reason? Oh, it was quarantine on um, the chickens uh, because of Newcastle. Newcastle, and that started last they year. Being, they can't. They won't ship chicks in, and they won't. Um, you can't transport chickens supposedly across city lines. People are doing it, but, but it, there, there is a mandate and Newcastle. by law. You cannot move chickens. So, so they haven't been able to get any chickens because mm -hmm. of the Newcastle. And this one started pre, you know, Corona. So it's been it's been. Um, Maybe more than a year now. Mm -hmm. I think this oh, is the second. This is the second, second year. They have to wait like so much weeks before. If they have to wait, there's like some period of time mm -hmm. before they can lift the quarantine. Every time they get close to it, they find another case, mm -hmm. and so then it locks down again, which is kind of frustrating. Um, and a lot of chicken chicken raisers, the real ones, are like upset because they're like, people stop moving the chickens. Mm -hmm. You know, just let it pass and we'll all get back to normal again. But hey, it's kind of like the quarantine here, right? Yeah, so then the thing with baby chicks, uh, do people, do, how long will it take for them to actually get eggs from baby chicks? Maybe people don't know how long they yeah, have to wait. Yeah, so people think they can, well, they don't really know like the life cycle of a chicken. I mean, you do have to realize they do get old, but for, if the weather warms up and everything goes according to plan, I'd say you probably get your first egg nine months-ish. Mm -hmm. Nine months, if you're lucky, depending on the breed, of yeah. course. But just don't... Um, they could become pullets, and then they're like six weeks, and then they'd be mature, but it'd be like nine, nine months-ish before mm -hmm. you probably expect a good, decent amount of eggs. Marley decided to join us. Yeah, Marley decided. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you can hear him. He's just licking his feet. Muddy, muddy um, boy. I, you know, and people say the, the what's bothering me is the headlines. People are stress buying baby chicks. They'll live animals, and so that that kind of headline just makes my heart race a little bit. It's like, oh no, oh no, this is gonna this is gonna be bad. Well, you oh. can ha buy fertilizer and hatch them. I believe so. I'm not quite sure. If that's still the mandate, because if they're not sterilized, okay. I think I don't know. I haven't I haven't looked into that right now. Um, but and then fifty percent of well, those yeah, are roosters. Well, yeah, you have roosters because I think they said because you can't sterilize eggs and then hatch them, they have to still be un, you know, uncleaned. So I think they said if they ship them, they could yeah. be like manure. I think it. one of the neighbors yeah. said, "Want to get a rooster for stud service to come." <laughs> Bring them in for stud service <laughs> so we can hatch our eggs. Don't worry, I got a lot of people that don't have roosters. That is not, finding a rooster stud is service. not a problem. I just need that to might be a new business, everybody. <laughs> so. Stud service for the chicken. That's the end isn't loud. I don't think all ladies know what to do with it. It'll uh, be a rumble. No, but hey, we have uh, the person out there who has a lot of roosters. I just have to, you know, take all my ladies with them. <laughs> hey, you never know, new service. I mean, we got plague masks, whatever, you know. People stuffing, the, you know, things with herbs. I mean, we're going back to sort of medieval ways. You have to ways. get some humor in it, so we're looking at... It's mandatory masks to go shopping and mandatory gloves and stuff like that. So the other day, we were talking, said, you know, if you showed up a couple of weeks ago at a at a store with a bandana over your face, people would think it was a robbery, and yeah. now they're applauding, yeah, yeah, applauding you because you're it wearing a mask. It used to be that meant trouble. It was like... You know, I was in a store and, you know, these young young guys come, you know, like strolling in with, you know, actually full-on bandanas, you know, like colors, colors. <laughs> colors, and I just sat there and looked at them and just laughed. 
growing up in this neighborhood, that used to mean trouble. Now it's like, yay, way to stay safe, bro. You know, <laughs> but oh, and on another subject, some things, those things that come out that worry you, worry you a little bit. Um, for instance, one of my friends in Portland, he has goats, and he, one of his goats was stolen, and they found her. And if, when somebody called and said they found Elaine in a, in a driveway, so he drives out there to go get her. And she was bloody all around her ankles. And so he took her to the vet and she had fractured legs. She'll, she'll recover, but the vet said it looked like she was hogtied and put into the back of a car. And, and it brings, begs the question. Was it dinner? Has this now come to that point where people are going to steal animals now? I don't know. He, <laughs> he says he doesn't know why somebody would do it. Yeah. So it's just one of those things that kind of make you a little worried about. Yeah. Like, oh, wait, what's going on now? So. I know. The, the, like the store shelves are stopped. Mm-hmm. I mean, Trader well, Joe's stopped. You, there's a line. There's, food. there's a line. You have to wait. Six, you have to wait six feet behind the next guy, person, and there's a line around the corner. But the there's food. There's it's stocked. There's no. There's maybe, no food shortage. It's just people stress by a lot, and then the then the shelves get empty by the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, it's interesting times for sure. Um, but it is you have to be concerned that mm-hmm. we're we're that close to actually maybe even having a food shortage? Don't know. I don't know. Um, but that kind of demand um, makes you think about stuff like that. Like, oh, what what would happen if the government actually said there was a food shortage? Yeah, so since we've talked, uh, speaking of food shortages, we've had some different uh, man- mandatory actions here in the city of Los Angeles. Uh, the first was stay at home, safer at home. And so guess what? They said, oh, you're okay, you're okay to go out and walk and so forth and so on. Of course, everybody the first weekend Goes went out and walked uh, or went to nature, to the beach, to the trails, and it was uh, mayhem. So, of course, then that got shut down. Um, so our trails have been shut down. Our beaches have been shut down. The Rose Bowl Loop is shut down. You're only allowed to shop for essentials, and they mm-hmm. ask you to do it once a week. Yeah, so citations now. Now citations. Um, so it's interesting to, to see. And so um, now, 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 and then the, this, this last weekend was mandatory masks. Uh, it's not public. mandatory. Or not mandatory, sorry. It's Requi- uh, not requested. It's, it's just like, like, um, like it's not a, mandatory, but it's, what's What do they call that? What's that word? Something. It's like right below mandatory. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, requ- strongly suggested. Yeah, strongly suggested. Strongly suggested everybody's going to stare at you if you don't. Yeah. <laughs> and give so. you the evil eyes. Okay, so... <laughs> It's not, yeah, it's not mandatory. So, and, and now, so now I see people. In it's going to be mandatory. Yeah, like, people in the neighborhood now who are actually just walking with masks. So we're all masked people. Uh, yeah, not walking masked. They're sitting at one foot from each other. Oh right yeah, here. we're well, we're three. We share each other's cooties, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> and and Marley, our dog here. So he's uh, so. Um, yeah, so we were talking about, um, like I said, throwback times and maybe the silver lining and all this, the good news and all this is people are, you know, taking uh, taking uh, stock. stock of what, what is necessary in their lives, uh, growing What's food, essential. essential, learning new skills. Uh, or just taking care of themselves. I mean, some there's been a little bit of, I don't know, backlash or just some comments about, you know, everybody's being really productive, but it's also okay to mourn mm-hmm. grieve to to uh grieve the loss of life as you knew it so just be a little bit more gentle on yourself and each other yeah 
it's so okay yeah. if you don't accomplish everything. I think people and you I can stand in the abyss because like time. I was talking to our our regular Monday meeting uh, of the nonprofit now done by phone. It just seemed everything sort of stalled, and I feel like we're a ship. You know when they when they, you know you've seen those shows, the they're like waiting for yeah the doldrums. doldrums. They're waiting for this wind. We're sort of just like sitting in this stale pause, definitely pause button pause button so so the so the nonprofit sort this, of this, is, this movie has been paused you know on netflix and roku and stuff restart i don't know what we would do without streaming services for sure so um and, and so with Maybe this a little more. <laughs> so with this week um we have some um this week is this coming up farm box I'm so sorry. Marley has to tell us somebody's here. No, no, somebody's here. Somebody just walked by. Oh, okay. Somebody here. It does a dog that walks by. He he just never met, but just absolutely <laughs> can't stand the sound of it. Yeah. So, um, so this but this week um at the farm box is uh it's going to be Easter Passover for many um many of us and it's a holy week for a yeah, lot of people for a lot of people and we normally suspend. Uh, farm altar. box or altar farm box services due to the holy days that we observe but with this uh, unprecedented time in, in in the crisis in our community we as a family decided that it was we will continue to serve our community we didn't alter the schedule just and we will not alter it. the schedule because we a lot of people who uh, the elderly uh, senior can't go, can't go out and to them this is the only food they can get so we we I've think seen it's so many people cry when they picked up the boxes. Yeah, so we think it's a form of to, this is our serving our neighbors when we, you know we don't get much of a chance um, before. And it means more than this. This service means just to continue is more than ever. The people that to, rely on the us. The emails that we receive about the people that want to sign up or that have signed up and our members. Some of them. Um, the, Elderly emails that they can't get out of their house is sort of heartbreaking, and then the people that come by are so grateful that they're able to Just provide for the elderly. Uh, family. Find local um, local produce that's available by people they trust mm -hmm. for their families, and definitely the increase in farm box orders, like the size, the boxes have gone up. I believe people are buying for their families or their neighbors or their loved ones who aren't on the list and they decide to help that out. Well then some people, we have an option if uh, some people can choose to donate the box. So some people can't, like they might be quarantined in another city and they can't get here, but some people have actually chosen to donate the box to, and then it would be delivered to some elderly um, at, at need, at risk person that we can get in contact with. So yeah, so that's and we feel like this is a this is a purposeful service to our community and, and we're grateful. Is an act of service. We're grateful for this opportunity um, to provide um, in this time of need, and it gives us a purpose. Uh, well, food. We all have food in common, and the food food is essential. Well, farming is an act of service. Yeah, farming, food, faith. So it's all it's uh, essential for survival. This is, um, it's, we're in survival mode. A lot of people are in survival mode. It's, uh, and we, we've hit the survival mode on a lot of things. And we were maybe scattered in 10 different, not scattered, but we had 10 different, stretched. we were stretched in 10 different directions. And now we're down to farm boxes. Um, and we're focused on that. And other people are 
interested in that so we're um, basically down to um, that but we really appreciate all the support from the longtime customers and we're grateful for the feedback and from the new customers that have um, joined up and we're getting around to signing everybody up it does take a lot it's a labor of love um, we also like to thank our f local farms that have helped support us and we support them through the CSA farm boxes one of them is Avenue 33 if you tuned into the uh, previous one of the previous podcasts and we've created through the network of farms we've created a economy that they support us and we support them and they're able to move produce that they couldn't move before after the closure of restaurants yeah. and their clients. I also want to um, say that we're grateful for the donations that are coming in to our nonprofit. I want to thank those who have contributed uh, online, the donation, Venmo, um, we've gotten some checks and really appreciate that because with the Urban Homestead Institute, the nonprofit that we're starting, um, it's going to be more more needed, the, these programs, the Skillshare, the workshops, the arts, the music, the educational hands-on internship the programs community. in the community. So we are really going to need this more than ever. So um, we do appreciate your support and your donations uh, on that. And in the meantime, if you haven't already checked out, uh, I like I said, our little film that could, Homegrown Revolution, is, um, you know, revived YouTube, is uh, reviving itself again um, it's a timeless. timeless little film homegrown revolution that's on YouTube it's a little film that my sister Jordan did um, and put it up on YouTube and, and then won awards so if you haven't already checked that out please check that out follow us um, again on Facebook and Instagram I'm trying to share photos uh, as best I can sometimes I get when's our next video coming out homegrown revolution returns uh, <laughs> the trilogy, well, I'll, trilogy. Be shooting, I'll be shooting a little bit of quick footage for mm -hmm. one a media company asked mm -hmm. us uh, they do one of those like one minute uh, meme videos that go around you uh, not YouTube go around Facebook mm -hmm. so he's asked to post some footage yeah. and hopefully I'll get it well with not with the rain now hopefully I'll get it to you good him out mm -hmm. get it to him soon and hopefully that'll go. I know, and I know Jordan's been busy uh, working on the back end of the the Urban Homestead Institute website and revamping the Urban Homestead website because, like I said, we have a lot that we're trying to do. We haven't, and we're still going to hopefully get around to maybe some live streaming, some some either a podcast or a workshop or something. Because, like I said, we don't know when. Oh, we were we were one week away from live streaming a podcast. Oh yeah. Oh, we were actually we going to go in studio. studio. Mm -hmm. It was done in studio. Pasadena has this community studio, mm -hmm. and it we, we were ready. It was on the calendar. We were ready to go, and then. <laughs> <laughs> so everything everything came to a halt. So our uh, calendars on our phones usually is like packed, <laughs> and I'm just going through. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. Farm box. Farm, farm box. Farm box. Put away the chickens. Farm box. Put away the chickens. Give Marley a bath. Uh, farm box. Farm, <laughs> farm box. Harvest. And Justin and and. Oh yeah, we forgot. Uh, we got everybody's quarantine we birthdays. Well, we requeened half the beehives. We're able to buy some queens. We we cleaned some of the hives. Haven't got just before the rain and it got cold. We we're able to. They look pretty good. I had to add a couple boxes on, um, on a couple of the hives. I haven't got to all of them, but hopefully got that. And then we ordered 500 pounds of chicken feed. So we're stocked. We're stocked and loaded for chicken feed. And I got another bo 300 boxes of empty farm boxes. 
So we're ready for new subscribers. So yeah, so again, uh, life grows on, life continues here. Um, we're coming to the end of our podcast episode. Um, I'm trying to figure out what the next episode will be. Maybe we'll just talk to Justin about uh, gardening and, and maybe get more in depth about soil and seeds and all sorts of good stuff. So thank you again for tuning in. We hope everyone is uh, well and safe. Keep keep the faith, keep the hope. Keep we're, the distance. Yeah, and keep the distance. <laughs> Keep on growing. Yeah. That, well, that's our that, little. That's our thing. That's yeah. our thing. Keep on trucking is a fish, right? Mm -hmm. uh, band they, with that with the uh, Grateful Dead or something. Seal Hauser or something. Oh no, it's like Grateful Dead. Keep on trucking. Well, uh, yeah. So until next time, we uh, keep on growing. Uh, anybody have last words? Thank you. <laughs> no, that's not. What we say? Last words. Last thoughts. Last closing statements. No, no, to to be continued. We'll hopefully we'll ch check back in in a, yeah. in a week or two, mm -hmm. and yeah. keep doing what you're doing. And yeah, and grow we more hope, food. We hope, uh, like I think I read the Queen. She had a really good. I mean, did she had a really good uh, address? To the, the Queen. Nation, the uh -huh. Queen. Mm -hmm. And she ended with, with "Until we meet, we will meet again." So I guess that. Let's kind of okay. good to say we will meet. we will meet again. <laughs> so on that note, we'll meet again. Bye. We love to hear your feedback or questions. Visit us at urbanhomestead.org to check out what's happening on the homestead. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And until next time, keep on growing.